I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome back to another episode of Scary. Before I narrate this week's listener story, I want to say a huge thank you to this week's Patreon subscribers. Janique, Misty M, Julia Lynch, Denise Gallagher, The Pink Witch and Kimmy E. Thank you so much for signing up to Patreon. If you wish to do so, you can find the link in today's show notes. But now, let's hear KM's story. Influence. The capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something or the effect itself. My first and only paranormal encounter happened when I was uh, younger. I guess it's uh, easy to look back and think, did I imagine all that? Only for it occurred in the um, presence of my mother, I don't think anyone would, uh, would have believed me. I was always a shy kid. I spent a lot of my time reading, working on my own. I liked my own company. I felt kind of awkward for most of my childhood. It was uh, always kind of a block for me growing up, I guess. Just not comfortable in my own skin kind of feeling. I was the uh, definition of awkward looking in my youth, let's say. My parents um, separated when I was 11 years old. Dad slowly exited left and um, before I knew it, it was just my mom and me. She didn't begin to date other men until I was about 14. And uh, when she did, it was strange having another guy around that wasn't my, my father. I never really liked any of them, to tell you the truth. She eventually started dating one guy called Mark. Looking back now, at 
the start he was pretty nice to my mom and me. It um, slowly turned into another situation however. At the time mom didn't share the reason why but after a few months of dating she abruptly ended things with him. I remember catching her crying throughout the house. She would hide her emotions from me though and she never explained why she was upset when I'd ask. I knew she was struggling but I was a kid and didn't know how to handle it. And she would never really talk about that stuff in front of me. All she ever accepted from me was hugs when she was upset. Which was, in a way, our only deep level of communication. Her home was depressing. Mom's mood, my mood, just very heavy got a heavy feeling you know after about a week or so she started dating Mark again Um, he moved into the house after a while for about a solid year everything was actually okay Mark had kind of put a a smile on mom's face He helped a lot around the house. He was a great cook, spent time with me. By day he was perfect. At the the weekends his mask slipped. He would start drinking after work on a Friday and continue drinking until Saturday night. His attitude would kind of turn nasty. It always ended up with him talking to himself in the living room alone. Having a whole conversation with himself. When he sobered up, we would tell him about his conversations he had with himself. Usually just nonsensical garbage. He would just bust up laughing about it. My mom thought it was hilarious for some reason. He made me feel really uncomfortable when he was drunk. Mom would say that he deserved to unwind after working all week and that he was harmless. I think she was uh, afraid of being left alone again, so maybe made excuses for him. Around this time, I began to see what I called shadows dart across the room or past me in my peripheral vision. I could never really lock eyes on it, or them. 
It was always fleeting and then, then disappear. In those days I played a lot of uh, video games and I, I just kind of thought it was a symptom of staring at the screen for too long. I'd see the shadows throughout the house, I want to say daily, if not daily, every second day. It's funny how your brain will, will accept something that happens regularly as, as a norm. You forget that seeing unexplained shadows constantly throughout your home with no source is most definitely not okay, especially when they're moving. Darting shadows mean I'm too slow, everyone is passing me by and I can't catch up. That's that's actually an entry from a journal I kept at the time very deep, deep kid. I actually have no recollection of writing them, but it is my handwriting. In total, there are four entries. Around that period of time, and I will say now that none of them make any sense. Well, to to me anyway. The shadows I would see had become, like I said, the norm. They say that spirit doesn't um, like to be ignored and I was definitely ignoring them. Probably uh, pissing them off. After a few months, I started to hear um, knocking at night. Distant knocking. So did my mom. I can only explain it as living in a building that had an apartment two floors up that was getting their wall knocked through. It was um, bassy. It wasn't coming from uh, a room next door or attic upstairs. It was uh, it was kind of like in the ether. It, it actually it drove my mom crazy. She would be like, did you guys hear that racket last night? It must be the neighbors. I'm going to have to say it to them. She went to the neighbors on either side, but they didn't know what she was talking about and denied making any noise at night. So The knocking, it got progressively worse and worse. At one point I remember me, mom and Mark standing in our hallway at night after all being woken up by a very close hard thumping on the wall. Mark said that it was probably rats or something. He ended up uh, taking down part of a wall to see if you could see anything but was uh, no rats. As time went on his drinking got worse and Thursday nights were the new Friday night and closing time was now Sunday night. It was actually bothering my mom at the time now too. They started having a lot of uh, arguments. 
one Sunday night I woke up to him in my bedroom doorway staring in at me in the dark he scared the crap out of me he just kind of stood there for a few minutes then spat in my direction and kind of mumbled something that I couldn't make out and then just left watched from afar but couldn't come nearer that's uh, my second entry the next day uh, mom kicked him out after I told her what he did Uh, he was very apologetic she was was crying again our house at the time was a bungalow after about two nights Mark actually woke me up one night at the window he was throwing stones and I remember I pulled back the the curtains and he was standing outside clearly very drunk spitting at my window he was pissed for whatever reason I was terrified so I went and woke up my mom. she went out to him he wouldn't really respond to her for ages and then after a while he, he left I might as well be talking to the wall no hope of getting rid was the third entry that was actually dated the day after he had arrived the next day he um, he arrived with flowers and a gift for me he promised that he would never drink again broke down crying and said he needed to get help he stayed sober for a bit mum eventually invited him back in and um, in doing so invited something else as well the last entry I have was back in the house but not welcome I don't think he did it but I could be wrong after a while Mark was um, back drinking again surprise surprise not as much as before but he was drinking one night I uh, woke up and went to the kitchen to get a drink I walked past the um, sitting room on my way and saw Mark sitting in an armchair with a drink in hand talking to my mom. I uh, continued to the kitchen and once I got there my mom was standing in the kitchen. And immediately I asked who was in the living room. And she said, Mark, why? And I said, no, there's somebody chatting to Mark in there. I could see the outline of a person in the chair and I thought it was you. It turned out that she had actually passed 
the living room a few minutes earlier um, and thought I was in the living room chatting to Mark and was going to grab a drink in the kitchen and join us. When we both realised that we both seen and heard someone chatting to Mark, we kind of just stayed silent to see if we could hear anything. Very faintly you could hear a muffled voice talking and then stopping him and then Mark responding. I remember my mom having a very angry face um, and, and walking straight to the living room. I guess she must have thought that Mark had invited over friends without asking her or something. I kind of scurried behind her. When we got to the living room, we genuinely expected to find someone there with Mark. But there was no one else in the room with him. The TV was actually off and Mark was just sitting there, drunk, having a full-on conversation. And he was responding to what seemed to be questions that had been put to him. It was really weird. Mom managed to snap him out of it and brought him to bed. But he didn't really sleep <laughs> too good that night. And from then on, the voices in the living room started happening. After that night, we began to hear voices. Some nights coming from the living room when nobody was in there at all. We would we would go up and check to see if the television was left on, and the room would be deadly silent, empty and quiet. No television left on. In the end, my mom freaked out over that night with Mark talking and hearing the voices throughout the house with the knocking she actually ended up asking a local psychic to come over she was a nice lady she spent a good bit of time in the house we didn't tell her anything other than that we had been having some issues She said that there was another male figure in the house, in the living room, and that he didn't like me because I was sleeping in his bedroom and enjoyed chatting to the guy in the living room, which we put down to Mark. It was quite shocking how she had picked up on the chatting in the living room. She um, ended up cleansing the house and told my mom some instructions that I can't really remember, to be honest. But whatever she did worked. The shadows left. The knocks ended. There was no more voices. The house was definitely a lot lighter after that. Mom and Mark ended their relationship soon after. 
for other reasons. I'm not really sure what became of him. We moved house after, I'd say, about two or three years. But um, I've never had any other paranormal encounters since. And I do wonder, do you become more influenced when you're under the influence? Was the guy that didn't like me embodying Mark? Um, And sometimes I worry what would have happened if we didn't get a psychic in. Would it just have progressed or don't want to think about it? Thank you to KM for sending in their story. If you have your own paranormal story or encounter that you would like me to narrate on the show, then you can send it in to scaryaparanormalpodcast at gmail.com and it just might get read out on the show. Thank you for listening to this week's episode and join me next time for another paranormal encounter.